It is Sunday, March 6, 2011. This is U62 The Targ. Let's get her going. As we say in the radio business, if you put that on the radio, people will listen to it. All right, here it comes. Anyone who isn't dead or from another plane of existence would do well to cover their ears right about now. Live on a little tiny microchip deep inside some electronics. Broadcasting to the world through the miracle of the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, this is U62 The Tar. Now your host, a man with a lifelong dream of getting paid to do this, Mark Pappas. On this week's show, we're talking about recent trips to the city, we're talking about freeze frame moments, and we're talking about animated films. It's episode 4.19, Back to the Beginning. So sit back, relax, grab yourself some warm root beer and a towel that's oh so fluffy. U62 the Targ, you're in for something special. Enjoy the show. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Mark Kappas here, and welcome to this week's episode of the Targ. I'm going to be honest with you. You almost did not get a show this week. Um, just to kind of let you know what's going on in my personal life. Um, I recently received news that my grandfather has passed away. Yeah, it's uh, still kind of dealing with that. And um, because of that news, I'm just so creatively drained that I didn't feel like doing a show. But you know what? I was off for the last two weeks because I was on vacation. And I'm going to be gone next week because I'll be at the funeral. So I figured I at least... I owe you a little something. So... I'm going to try and suck it up and do a show this week. And, uh, yeah, it it, it can be tough because, you know, it, it is tough in this job. You get news like that, you know. You just want to kind of sit in the corner and cry. But, you see, there's only 20 seconds left in the song. So within a matter of 20 seconds, you got to go. <laughs> and you got to turn around and be like, hey, hey, how you doing today? So, I don't know, that kind of. Emotional manipulation can wear you down, but you know what? The grieving process is beginning, and hey, a little occupational therapy might be good for me. But yeah, I was gone for the past two weeks uh, because I was on vacation. Uh, The company told me I had some leftover vacation days, and they wanted me to use them up, so that's exactly what I did. I did what I typically do for my vacation. I just went home to my parents' place. I brought home my Blu-ray player and hooked it up to their big fancy flat screen TV and enjoyed the finest and high definition entertainment. I still can't afford my own high sc- my own uh, flat screen TV. So whenever I go home, I make the most of it and use my parents' TV and I'm just amazed at the sharpness and clarity of high definition video. So I figured I got to get my own HD TV. Of course, I have no idea how I'm going to get the money for one, but I know I need one. And so, of course, I also took some time, went into the city, hung out. Speaking of high definition, I finally broke down and bought Back to the Future on Blu-ray. Yeah, I know, back before Christmas, I was blogging about it and podcasting about it. I didn't know whether I wanted to get it or not, because as I said, without a high definition television, there's really no reason for me to upgrade my DVDs to HD uh, to uh, Blu-rays just yet. But you know what? I love Back to the Future, and I saw the trilogy on Blu-ray at a really good price, so I knew I finally had to snatch it up. 
But that's not all. Other goodies I picked up on my vacation. Uh, something I haven't announced here yet on the uh, podcast, but you've probably heard it if you follow the same websites I follow. And that is my hero, Weird Al Yankovic, actually wrote his own children's book. It's called When I Grow Up. So because I'm a hardcore Weird Al Yankovic fan, I knew I had to pick up a copy of that for myself. I've read it a couple times now because, hey, it's a kid's book. You can read it in 10 minutes. And, you know, it is very cute. It has a bit of a Dr. Zeus rhyme thing going on. It's nothing earth-shattering. It's nothing revolutionary in the world of children's books, but you can definitely tell that Weird Al wrote it. You know, like uh, the little, well, the whole thing, as I'm sure you can tell by the title, is a little boy saying what he wants to be when he grows up. So there's things like a sculptor that sculpts in the medium of chocolate mousse or a giraffe milker. Why do you want to milk a giraffe, asks the teacher. Because how else will we get giraffe cheese, says the little boy. So yeah, it's cute, but it's nothing revolutionary. And because I'm a diehard Weird Al fan, got one for my collection. And so yeah, that's how I spent my vacation. Let's get to a little bit of music now. Uh, here's Lord Hill on the Targ. You're just too good to be true. Can't take my eyes off of you. You'll be like heaven to touch. I wanna hold you so much At long last love has arrived And I thank God I'm alive You're just too good to be true Can't take my eyes off of you Caught in the way that I stare There's nothing else to compare The sight of you leaves me weak There are no words that to speak But if you feel like I feel Please let me know that it's real you're just too good to be true Can't take my eyes off you I want to
From the 1996 film Conspiracy Theory, that is Lauren Hill with her cover of the classic song Can't Take My Eyes Off of You here on U62 The Targ. Good afternoon, Mark Cap is still here with you. You know, I did find this one article online. It really caught my eye and I want to share it with you. Uh, we all have our dirty little secrets. You know, we hear about something really cool in a movie, so we watch certain scenes frame by frame to find the hidden messages or the hidden Easter eggs that they're talking about. Well, a European company called Love Film, which is pretty much the uh, European version of Zip.ca or Netflix, they asked their subscribers, what are the scenes in movies that you uh, most frequently pause in order to see the little hidden Easter eggs? As I'm sure you can imagine, a lot of them concern nudity because, hey, let's be honest, until we're old enough to rent porn or in the days before the internet, that's where we saw our fair share of boobies, right? So here we are, the top 10 most paused movie moments. Number 10, Nicole Kidman's Bear Behind and Eyes Wide Shut. Never seen Eyes Wide Shut, so I can't speak to the beauty of Nicole Kidman's Bear Bottom. Number 9, Pac-Man's cameo in Tron. I will admit this is one I've checked out myself. There's a scene in Tron where the villain is looking at his display screen and in the bottom right-hand corner of the display screen, it looks kind of like a maze from Tron. So, of course, they put a little animated uh, Pac-Man in there. Just, it's kind of cute. Uh, number eight, the dust that spells out SFX in The Lion King. Of course, a lot of people do that because they're like, hey, did that say sex? And, of course, it doesn't and they're vastly disappointed. Number seven, Captain America's shield on Tony Stark's desk in Iron Man 2. Very awesome. Uh, number six, the subliminal fa... Let me start over. Number six, the subliminal flashes of Tyler Durden in the opening scenes of Fight Club. I've done that myself. Number five, this is a very infamous one. Jessica Rabbit going commando in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Of course, very infamous scene. Uh, there's a scene in Who Framed Roger Rabbit where uh, Jessica Rabbit gets thrown from a car. And the way her skirt blows and everything, you can't see up her skirt. And those filthy-minded Disney animators, they made sure that uh, Jessica Rabbit was very anatomically correct. It was not noticed until Who Framed Roger Rabbit came out on Laserdisc in 1990. So, of course, there were protests and the Laserdisc was recalled. And uh, when Who Framed Roger Rabbit finally came out on DVD, they went back and they reanimated that scene so you can't see up her desk anymore. Her skirt anymore, pardon me. I'm getting all confused. I'm pretty sure I even said Jessica Simpson in there a few times instead of Jessica Rabbit. But, hey, like I said, I'm drained and I don't feel like editing this mother... Number four, Je number four, Jamie Lee Curtis bearing her breasts in trading places. Number three, one that I'm sure a lot of us has done, the stormtrooper bonking his head on the low door in Star Wars. Number two, Jennifer Lopez showing her bare bottom in the backup plan. And the most paused moments in all of films, Sharon Stone crossing and uncrossing her legs in basic instinct. You know, I'm really surprised that The Little Mermaid didn't make the list. One that I'm guilty of, and I've done a few times, is in The Little Mermaid, at the end of the film, when Ursula in her human disguise is marrying Prince Eric, the priest in that scene, 
the priest pops a boner. I will admit I did go through frame by frame one time to try and find that scene. I deeply regret I did that because I did see it. And now every time I see the little mermaid, my eyes go directly to that priest's crotch. Ah, it's damaged me for life. But yeah, those are the most paused moments in all of movies. Everything's better with Mark Chappis. Crime has gone down, productivity is up, and ratings for Doctor Who are through the roof. Mark Chappis on U62, The Tar. You're just too good to be true I can't take my eyes off you You'd feel like heaven to touch I wanna hold you so much I've grown myself as a light And I thank God I'm alive You're just too good to be true I can't take my eyes off you but on the way that I stand There's nothing else to compare The sight of you leaves me weak There are no words left to speak But if you feel like I feel Please let me know that it's real You're just too good to be true Can't take my eyes off you
let me let you in on a little secret. Something that happened to me many years ago in Japan. So when I spent my year in Japan, I would still listen to the radio quite a bit, you know, just to hear what Japanese radio sounds like. And every night at one o'clock in the morning, as I was drifting off to sleep and I had my clock radio on playing some little go to sleep music, the one radio station that came in crystal clear in my apartment every morning at 1 a.m., they would play this very hardcore Japanese punk rock cover of Can't Take My Eyes Off of You. Of course, because my Japanese wasn't so good, I never caught the name of the artist, and I never found out who sings that song. So, you know, even all these years later, when I'm bored and lonely, which is, you know, pretty much every Friday night at my place, I'll go to YouTube and I'll type in Can't Take My Eyes Off of You in Japanese to see if I can find it. Haven't found it yet, but that is the latest Japanese cover of Can't Take My Eyes Off of You that I have found. Uh, the artist is called UZ, or maybe it's pronounced Uz, I don't know. And that's his rendition of Can't Take My Eyes Off of You here on U62 The Targ. Good afternoon, Mark Cap is still here with you. Just about time to bring this to an end. Uh, time for just a typical Friday night for me. I'm going to go home, kick my feet up, put something in the Blu-ray player. Uh, I'm thinking it might be time for me to do another animated film catch-up. I've talked about this in the past. I know I've at least blogged about it. There once was a time when I loved animated films so much that I would run out to the theaters and I would see each and every animated film that came out. But something happened. A lot of animated films became the same. They were nothing but talking animals making pop culture references. And I decided that I had to break my habit. So now what I do about every year and a half or so is I go down to my local video store and I rent all the animated films that I had a mild interest in seeing and I watch all of them in one Dr. Pepper and Doritos fueled weekend, which I call my animated film catch up. And there are enough films on DVD now that I figure it's time for me to do another catch up. So what do I currently have a mild interest in? Well, there's how to Train Your Dragon, which got a lot of surprisingly good reviews, so my curiosity is piqued for that one. Uh, there's Despicable Me, which is pretty much for the same reason. Uh, there's Fantastic Mr. Fox, because it was by Wes Anderson, and he always does crazy films. Uh, there's Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, because that one was actually made by the same people who did the cult classic TV series Clone High which I absolutely adore, so I want to check it out for that. And I also want to check out that very trippy animated film from Tim Burton called Simply Nine. So there you go. Uh, I don't think I'll be doing it this weekend, though, because I uh, still have to watch that Back to the Future on Blu-ray. And next weekend is out of the question because, as I said, funeral to go to. Uh, so, yeah, that'll about do it for this week's show. I gotta go get my haircut and get my suit pressed and... Look all nice for saying goodbye to my grandpa, but I'll be back in two weeks. I'm Mark Kappas. This has been The Tard. I'll see you in two weeks.
brings us to the end of another exciting episode of The Targ. Don't forget you can download a new episode of The Targ every week at chaosinabox.com. The Targ is written and produced by Mark Kappas under the watchful eye of 42 Star Wars action figures. The Targ is a Chaos in a Box production. That's all there is. There isn't any more.